Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and I want to start with saying thank you for those people that's been listening. And uh, if any of the podcast has uh, touched your heart and maybe you've learned something, please share and please um, review it. Leave us a five-star review because it does help us to put us uh, uh, out there for, for people to, to find us very easily and, and to promote this podcast even more for more people to hear. Today, I wanted to talk about why we don't have peace. Why we do not have peace. We have everything in this world. We, have inf- we live in information age. We, uh, we have advanced science and we're finding in science every single day. Uh, we can travel around the world in a matter of hours, literally. Uh, We can travel even outside of this world today. Uh, We have more fame for more people than any history in any any past history. Like back in the day, it was kings and queens and the uh, authors and other things. But today, anybody can be famous on uh, YouTube or on any social media. Just put a little bit of time if you want to be famous and you will become famous. Today, we're connected more uh, in the world, like in the world, like no other world, right? You can uh, no other time in the world. You can talk to your um, friend across the world and see him and FaceTime him and her. And today we have more opportunity to make crazy money. If you if you want it, you can have it, uh, and so on. We have uh, careers, and we have, and you can achieve anything that you wanted to achieve in this world today but we do not have peace. We are not whole, we are not enough. We are always constantly learning and searching for something because we are not at a place that we can just say, wow, my life is good. I don't care how much money you have, I don't care how big of a careers you have. Um, A lot of times what I see today and what I see with others and friends and, and so on, that people are frantically running around. People are, they don't have enough money. They, they're bickering and fighting. They're jealous and envy of something. And when they get whatever they want, they never satisfied. Um, and people don't, they're not committed. To anything in this world they're committed there's one thing they're committed to is is to complain people are committed to complaining and seeing the negative things that's around them but they're not committing themselves to get out of that uh situation that they're they're in whatever the situation is or is or are or how many uh, problems around them they're committed to seeing a problem but they're not committing to getting out of the problem or even do anything about it they're okay they're complacent And why is that? Why today we are like that? I truly believe the Bible gives us answer in that. But just like this podcast is reality of faith and wisdom, right? There's some things you have to take by faith alone. And there's some things you also have to take it by wisdom and understanding. Because 
Some things you might not know how, how you, you don't know how car operates, right? You don't know, uh, some of you are mechanics and you can tell everything how car operates, but some of you have no clue. But you have faith in that car that you sit inside the car and push the button or turn the key and the car will start and take you to from one place to, uh, from place, from A to B, right? But then you use, you have faith that this car will start, but then you use understanding how to operate that car, right? And so this life is always like this. We have to, whether you believe in God or not, there, you believe in, you have faith and you have to operate in faith and you have to have wisdom and understanding. And so Jesus gave me this revelation that I have never seen in my life. And I'm going to dive right into it. In Matthew 11, 28, chapter 11, verse 28 and, and, and verse 30, it says this, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden I give you is light. Now, my whole life, I've heard this verse preached on multiple times. Come to Jesus and he'll, he'll give it to you. Come to Jesus and he'll give it to you. Just leave the world, come to, G, to Jesus. And, and I am the guy that I like to, okay, how? How do I come to Jesus? How do I take his yoke and how do I get rid of my own yoke? And sometimes we use, we, we take this verse by faith alone, just faith. Just believe he's going to give you rest. Just come to Jesus. He's going to give you rest. But I like, and I always look at application. How do I, can, how can I apply the things that he's saying here in this verse? And, and the only thing I've heard preached to me and, and, and many times on the screen, on, on the video, on television, just come to Jesus. He'll give you, he'll give you rest. Now, but Jesus here in this verse is saying one thing that you can apply. Okay. One thing that you can just, just take and apply it today. Here's what we skip. I have heard many times his burden is light. His yoke is easy. You just get rid of you. you know, and I, that's all I've heard. But Jesus says this right in the middle of between those two verses, verse 28 and 30 says, let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your soul. Let me teach you because I am humble. He's, he's showing his character. He says, I am humble. I am gentle at heart. Now, he left us the word of God and the word of God is a mirror for your soul, for your soul, for who you are on the inside, your mind, your, con your conscience, your character. This is the mirror, just like the physical mirror is, is a mirror for your, your physical appearance, right? This worldly mirror, Bible is a mirror for your soul. Our soul has been stained by this world. Our soul has been stained by things that we believed in, the, the things that, that we have uh, accepted. This is who we are. This is, this, is how, uh, this is how we operate from now on because this is what we believed. It's stained. But the spirit of us, the new spirit, when we come to Jesus and we surrender our life, that spirit is brand new. 
And that's what the Bible is trying to show you. The Bible is a mirror for your soul. The Bible is trying to show you who you are in Christ. Jesus clearly saying, let me teach you through the word, because that's what he did. He said he left the word for us, inspired word of God. And he's saying, let me, let the word of God, let me teach you. First, you have to take it by faith. You will not understand things in the word of God. You will not, it, it might be gibberish to you. It's been gibberish to me as well. But then little by little, you will find wisdom through that word. You will find revelation. The revelation of God will carry you. It takes, it's simple, it takes simple commitment to, to the word of God. And not to stop, pursue, continue. Because you can say all you want that, 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 uh, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light and still live with the heaviness of this world and you running around like a chicken with a head cut off. You can run around with business of this world trying to find things, trying to do things. And he's saying, come to me, let me teach you through my word. Let me teach you. And, and here's the thing, when we take it by faith first and then the revelation uh, of the word comes in, now we feed our spirit. Now we hear Holy Spirit in our life. Now we hear more and everything that the spirit is saying, the word will confirm it. Now, there's another thing in the Bible sim similar to, th to this. It's Matthew 6, 25 and, and 33. Therefore, I tell you, Jesus pre preaches this to us. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and body more than clothes? Clothe? Look at the birds in the air. They do not uh, sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? Can any one of you, by worrying, adds a single hour of your life? Let me just say this, adds a single second. You won't add anything by your work. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the fields grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet, I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the fields, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown, thrown into the fire, he will, uh, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat? And what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and you and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek the first kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Now, he uses birds and a lily's or the fields. And he's saying, look at them. And again, I've, I've read this multiple times, but I haven't had revelation of wisdom about, about this verse. And I almost took, took this verse in the past, like, well, I just need to do nothing. I just need to rest. Just need to rest. Look at that. The birds don't, they don't sow, they don't reap the lilies. You know, I just need to rest and things will fall into my place and in, in, in fall into place. And sometimes I see, and I, I, let me tell you, this is very immature thinking. 
very immature thinking. That's what I thought as well. Well, well, you know, God's going to take care of me. I don't need to do anything. And literally this morning, I woke up with this verse in my heart and in my mind. And I, it just clicked. It's clicked today. And I finally understood. Let me give you first thing about birds. Birds in the air are masters of things that, that of, uh, of, of uh, uh, how can I say, of the sphere around them. They're masters in, uh, in, in flying. They're masters in seeking shelter. They're masters, they're masters in knowing how to find warmer climates, right? They're masters in knowing where to get food. So, and as a matter of fact, there is no fair or unfair when it comes to the birds, right? I am entitled or I have this or I should have it because I was born into this family. There is none of that in animal kingdom. In animal kingdom, you have two choices. And here's are those two choices. In animal kingdom is you either going to learn the way of your mom and dad. If you're a bird, they're going to, eventually they're going to kick you off that nest. And if you, you don't learn how to fly, you will, you will die. If you don't know, if you don't follow the ways of your parents and learn how they fly into finding a new climate, to uh, a, cli- a warmer cli- climate, to go find where the food is, if you don't seek their kingdom and understand, uh, understand there is no other option. There is no option where it's unfair. There's no option of, well, you know, uh, somebody else will provide for me. There is no option. And what I realize Here's what God is saying. God is saying that this kingdom belongs to God or belongs to a false ruler who proclaimed self-title on himself. And that's the only thing you have. You can learn the way of God or you can learn the way of this world. It doesn't matter how much how much you will scream and say it's not fair. You either will be lazy or you're going to be a, a, a hard worker. You either going to take it by faith and and learn revelation, or you 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 will always complain and say you will never. I don't, I can't read the Bible. There is no well. It's not fair. It's not. I, I I'm entitled to this. I was born in. It's there's none of that. Because in the kingdom of animals. That's the only thing they have. If the little birds will not learn everything the mom and dad teaches them, there is no life for them there. They're going to be eaten. They're going to die. And this is why he ends with this. Seek kingdom of God first and everything else shall be added to you. And his righteousness. Seek kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's the only way we'll be able to live and have peace in this world when we seek the word of God, when we seek him and he will let us, he will, he will teach us. He will let us know how to operate in the kingdom of God. It's not to just fold my, my, my hands and sit and do nothing. Bible says a little bit of folding hands and a little bit of resting in the poverty will come to you as the thief in the night. So don't complain that don't complain that you are broke. Don't complain that you are miserable. Don't complain that, that, that you are living with anxiety, that everything is against you. It's you who can take the step Get up from your ashes of life and let the kingdom of God, let the 
the word of God. Let Jesus teach you how to live. Let me read one more verse. And that, and this one comes actually to, uh, uh, three more verses. One is from uh, David. And David says this, King David says this. Here's the king that has had fame, that had money, that had everything. He's saying this. I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. That's Psalm 116. Because he bends down to listen. This is how much he knows as God. I will pray as long as I have breath. Mm. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Please, Lord, save me. How kind the Lord is. Exactly what we read earlier. Let me teach you because I'm kind. I'm gentle in my heart. And that's what he's saying here. How kind the Lord is. How good he is. So merciful, this God of ours. The Lord protects those of childlike faith. I was facing death and he saved me. Let my soul be at rest or peace again. For the Lord has been good to me. He has saved me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. And so I walk in the Lord's presence as I live here on earth. I believe in you. So I said, I am deeply troubled, Lord. And, and, and you can see how he changes his tone. And he says this, I am, I am anxious I, I, in my anxiety, anxiety, in my anxiety. He, he talks about it. He's going through a king of, of Israel going through anxiety. In my anxiety, I cry to you. And he says, these people are liars. Because there's nobody, nobody in this world, there's no friends, there's no people that will love you like Jesus does. There's no people that will stand behind you like Jesus. There is nobody that will give you peace. Nobody in your workplace, nobody in your circle of friends, no one, only God. And he's the only one know, that knows how to teach you. So that's what he's saying. I'm deeply troubled, Lord. In my anxiety, I cried to you, these people are liars. What can I offer the Lord for all he has done for me? And then he's saying this, I will lift up a cup of my salvation and praise the Lord name for saving me. He goes back to his testimony saying that the God has saved him from ashes of life. I will keep my promises to the Lord in the presence of all his people. He's keeping himself accountable and committed. Oh, Lord, I am your servant. Yes, I am your servant. King saying he is his servant. Both into your household, you have freed me from my chains. I will offer you a sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of his people. In the house of the Lord and in the heart of Jerusalem, praise the Lord. I realize one thing, that the reason why we don't even praise God today, the reason why we're not even grateful today, because we're complacent with where we're at. We don't want to get out from the ashes of life. We don't want to become a better people. Because here's the thing, if you want more money, if it's if you're talking about financially, you need more responsibility. And if you need more responsibility in time, you don't want to give time or responsibility. You don't want, you don't want to have more burden of responsibility. 
When it comes to spiritual, well, you need to read the Bible. You need to pray and and become what God, let God teach you, let Jesus teach you. Well, I don't want to open up the Bible. I'd rather just come to church once a Sunday or maybe once a month. Do you see what I'm saying? There's always this tension and this is what is what King David is saying, I will fulfill my promises. I will, I will stay in the presence of the Lord. I, I will keep my vows that I committed to, to, to the Lord. And he's saying, God is the only one that keeps my soul at rest. Here's what Jesus said in John chapter 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give, uh, give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. But come to me, come to me and let me teach you. And the last verse, it's found in Psalm verse, uh, chapter 127, verse 1 and 2. It says this, Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builder is wasted. Unless the Lord protect the city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. Unless it is useless for you to work so hard from early in the morning until late night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives you rest to His loved ones what jesus is saying and what the bible is saying when i'm going to teach you my ways you can apply them in every area of life when your soul is healthy and you can you let me teach you if you're a businessman listen carefully you might be able to get your business to a certain level on your own strength. Fine. Eventually, you'll get to a point when you will crash and burn and everything's just going to fall apart, even though your business might be doing good. Because when you, when you let Jesus teach you, He will bless your business. And not only you will make money, but you will make disciples and you will, you'll be able to bring life into your business. When you're letting Jesus teaching you, He will, the Lord will build whatever you are part of. When you let Jesus teach you, you can apply that into every area of life. Husband, wife, business, career, doesn't matter. And that's how you find peace. You can run around all you want, chase the next dream, chase the next thing. One, on Sunday I was preaching and I left, this, uh, I left this statement for all the people to hear and hopefully apply. Before I ended the message, I said this, that this life is not about what you can achieve, but who you can become. And that is the key to life. When you seek the kingdom of God and let him teach you, you will have peace, joy, and everything else that comes with that. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you, be gracious to you, turn his face towards you, and give you his mighty 
Peace.